Welcome to The Body Nerd Show, empowering you with the super uncomplicated things you need to know about self-care and movement so that you too can wake up every day pain-free. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and I'm a coach, writer, former yogi, kettlebell devotee, and 100% body nerd. So, are you ready? Let's get nerdy! Welcome back. You're listening to episode 12 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about burnout and burnout of all varying degrees from just being super stressed uh, to getting to the point where you're crying over the simplest of things. Before we get into that, I think it'll be helpful to frame today's episode with this idea that life is just a series of choices. There really isn't good or bad. They're just choices. And the good or bad are what we choose to label things with. And every choice or decision is going to set you on a path that leads you to where you are right now. And for me, a series of decisions and choices led me to a point uh, yesterday where I was crying in frustration over my computer. I mean, really, I understand also the privilege of even having a computer to cry over, but it also made me have to step back and realize, I see what's at play here. So let's go back probably, oh, I don't know, two, three weeks, and my self-care has not been at its best. It really hasn't. I haven't been getting enough sleep. I haven't been really dedicating the time to my self-care because I've been hustling hard. And I'm going to tell you right now that hard work and harder work can't make this better. Harder work doesn't mean you're less stressed. It just means you're more stressed. Now, for me, getting enough sleep is critical to everything, to the choices I make about the foods I eat, to the projects I take on that day, um, to even just my emotional health and being a little bit more even keeled. So when I'm underslept, like I was yesterday, and it's Tuesday, so yesterday was a Monday, which means it was right after Sunday night, we had just watched Game of Thrones. And then I had spent 90 minutes on Reddit reading all the Game of Thrones, um, you know, ideas and people's theories about what was going to happen. And I'm gonna tell you right now, that was a straight up waste of time. So I went to bed super late. And I was really tired. And then I spent the whole day fighting with this computer. And I was convinced that this was the end of the world and there was nothing I could do and life was over as we know it. And I get it. I'm being super melodramatic. But perhaps you've had those times where you get super dramatic about something because it feels like this is the biggest deal ever, that this matters so much. And for us and your life, like the things right in front of us, like they do matter. And they are important. But the universe decided to give me a great reality check, which I'm grateful for. Um, But also, it was kind of a bad situation. So after crying in frustration over my computer, I get in my car to head to a session with private clients. And as I'm driving, I am in a very busy intersection and I'm waiting to make my right turn. And there's a pedestrian, an older gentleman crossing the street, and he has his hands full with groceries and he trips and he falls. 
and he didn't get up right away. So I knew I was like, I cannot keep driving. I have to pull over. So I pulled over into a bus stop, got out of my car, checked the scene. That's rule number one. If you've ever done CPR or any emergency services, like the scene was safe. I ran across the street to help him up. Somebody else was there to also help him up. And as he stands up, there is just blood pouring everywhere. So we help him back across the street. I know I have napkins in my car. So I grab a handful of napkins, hand them to him to put on his face that is profusely bleeding and decide to call 911 um, to get emergency services and all this. So like long story short, in the grand scheme of life, like my computer doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The frustration over something as dumb as that, like it doesn't matter. But when you're super fried, you feel like everything is a big deal, that everything is the end of the world. And I'm grateful that I was able to be there. And even though, you know, I handed napkins, I called 911, which this gentleman refused to go with him, which is completely fine. But I just felt like at least I was there to be able to do something because if it were me or if it were one of my loved ones and they were laying in the street by themselves, like I would feel awful. Like that's what matters is being there for one another, for being there for another human. So I had to pull back today and really reframe like what happened that led me up to that point before where I was crying and I was frustrated and I just felt awful. And that goes back to a series of choices and decisions that I made and I'm owning them. Like I did it. That's fine. But how can we take this and learn to help prevent burnout and stress in your own life? And signs of burnout are fatigue, trouble sleeping, difficulty focusing. Sometimes it manifests as physical symptoms. So even headaches, shortness of breath, fainting, dizziness, digestive issues, or maybe you get sick a lot because your immune system is depleted from being under so much stress all the time. Or maybe you're agitated or easily frustrated or even suffering from depression. And while, you know, total burnout, which to me is the extreme version of it, being stressed on a regular basis is something that I think we all can agree upon, that we all experience at some point. So don't be like me. Don't make the series of choices that leads you up to that point. And the way to really avoid and at least minimize the intensity of these moments where you're just like, ugh super frustrated. The key is to have a self-care plan in place so that you don't have to think about it. Because when you are crying over spilled milk or whatever it is, that's not the time to be like, hmm, I wonder what I can do. And, you know, what what are things that really, you know, light me up? That's not the time to be thinking about it. You should already have your self-care plan in place. And in fact, if you want to download a free self-care roadmap, you can do that. I'll link to it in the show notes, or you can head on over to bodynerdshow.com. But for me, the shoulds of my life, because that's what happens, right? We get super stressed out and they're like, well, I should have done this and I should have done that. And I should have da 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 And the funny thing for me is like, I know this, right? And so if you are shooting yourself because you feel like it should be perfect, I'm here to tell you nobody's perfect. It's not going to be perfect. And that's totally fine. On your self-care plan, you want to know like what are the things that are non-negotiable 
for me, the things that I can't decide to skip on a daily basis. And I realize that sleep is totally one of them. Getting six and a half hours of sleep is not enough for me. And sleep is a cumulative thing. So if you continually get less and less sleep each night, like that builds up. So I'm shooting myself right now, right, about going to bed earlier, about spending so much time on my computer, because you know when you're really frustrated about something, the best thing to do is to spend more time trying to fix it. That's a lie. That's not the best thing to do. I also realized that for my self-care plan, something that needs to move up the list of priority is social interaction and more time with friends. Because I work from home, the only people I get to see are my family and my husband, unless I make an effort. And this is an element of my self-care that has been seriously lacking recently. And this was a wake-up call for me that it needs to be more scheduled. And scheduling something doesn't mean that it's less effective or that you're cheating or anything like that. It just means it it happens. And, you know, whatever it takes for you to have your self-care plan dialed in, if it is scheduling it in your calendar or putting post-it notes up or, you know, whatever accountability you have to build in, do it because that is worth not having to get to the point where you are so frustrated and toast. Meditation is also another piece of self-care that's always really great for just giving your brain the opportunity to be in the moment and to be in the now. Because when we get tied into these things that are just totally stressing us out and really driving us to that brink of crying over things that don't matter is usually because we're so tied into the future of what that means. Or maybe it's the past, right? worrying about, oh, well, you know, I did X, Y, and Z, and that's why this is happening, or I just want to do this, and I'm not sure that I can fix it, and I don't think it'll ever be better. Is it always going to be this way? That's where we get super tied in. So meditation and doing things that really pull you back into the now can be super useful for avoiding those high levels of stress and emotional burnout. So having a meditation practice, uh, doing things with friends, family, uh, your dog, kids. Dogs and kids are really great to keep you immediately in the now because that's all that they have. Because the thing is, working harder is not going to fix this. You have to take a break and do something that brings you joy. When you create your self-care plan, I always ask my clients, what things bring you joy? And then you have a list of things that are short or long, that are done in a group or solo. Like you have to have that list of things so that you have it when you need it. You don't want to be, you know, like it's like you don't want to be in the river and then like, oh, I wish I brought a paddle. No, you got to have the paddle before you drop yourself into the river. I'm talking like I know anything about river boating, kayaking. I don't. That was just, you know, being upriver without a paddle sounds like not a good place to be. <laughs> so for me, what I did today was I took the dog and we went on a hike. And I was going to listen to a podcast, but even that felt like it was too much for my nervous system in that moment. I wanted to just be present. I wanted to just be able to think and just be in the moment. And when you practice self-care on a regular basis, this doesn't mean that you won't still get to that point of exhaustion. It just means once you're there, perhaps you're able to catch it faster or 
then you know what comes next, what that next best step is. So Ella and I enjoyed a nice hike. Um, We smelled, well, she smelled lots of things. And by the time I was done, not only did I have the idea for this podcast, so my creativity was back, but I felt so much better. Taking breaks are always going to allow you to be more productive, creative, and efficient with your time. This is not something that you can just continually push through. You can't work harder to get out of those feelings of stress and exhaustion and burnout. You have to do something that brings you joy, that gives you space, so that you can get back to being yourself. So having that plan in place is really important so that you can be more proactive. And I've talked about that a lot on here to be really proactive with your self-care rather than reactive. And so, yes, today I was reactive and that's okay because nobody's perfect and nobody's expecting us to be perfect either. So learn from my mistake. Do not get to the point where you too are crying over your slow computer. It's a waste of time, right? Our moment on this earth is so brief and so to spend it worrying about things that not only we don't have control over but also in the grand scheme of things like don't really matter are a waste of time so figure out what brings you joy add that to your self-care plan and do more of that and that's the key to avoiding burnout and keeping your stress levels at a much more manageable place So here's to asking better questions of ourselves and the world, moving more and getting nerdy. If you enjoyed this week's episode, hit that subscribe button so that you'll never miss another one. And if you really liked it, do me a huge favor and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, or you can share this with a friend, a family member, or the cashier at Trader Joe's, just anyone, and help spread the word that your body is cool and you too can be in control of your pain and your stress levels. We got this, okay? I'll talk to you next week. Life without pain is possible. And if you're ready to break up with all the things that are only giving you temporary relief, I've got just the thing. Head on over to bodynerdshow.com to download a checklist with nine simple things to soothe yourself when you're in pain. It doesn't have to be complicated and it won't take you more than 15 minutes a day. Thank you.